1: Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of BSing Sports. I'm here with Timmy now. What I up, know, guys? A couple weeks here, I was here with Bill, and now I'm here with Timmy. So it's not just at Ryan BSing Sports, what it says down there. It's also <laughs> at Timmy BSing Sports. Here with us, we have the real Timmy, Timmy Hawkins. <laughs> so Timmy, yeah, out of here. yeah he, he's uh, are, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. What's going on? So they are brother-in-laws. Timmy and Timmy are brother-in-laws. So this Their is going to be a really confusing show. They have some really weak names. I know they're nothing like Ryan, <laughs> which is a strong name. I get that. But um, no. today we're going to go into a little bit of trades as we always do. We're going to talk about the landscape of what fantasy football is looking like. And <clears throat> we got a who would you rather at each position. So um, we're going to dive right into it. Tim, Um, hi, first off... What do you make of the fantasy football season this year? Because there's stats showing that, you know, scoring is 22% lower than it has been, you know, in the previous year. So what, what do you make of fantasy football guest Timmy and not host Timmy?
3: Yeah, just call <laughs> me Timmy Hawk. Make it easier. <laughs> um, It's crazy. It's all over the place this year. Everything's so unpredictable. Like you yeah. think, like, good players are not playing good. Even, like, the passing's down, I heard like the yards per reception from last
2: year. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. I mean, just the production all around is, is just absolutely insane. Um, we actually have a comment. Okay, our first comment. Welcome on to the show, Mark Grefford. Um, thank you for commenting, Mark. Please don't forget to subscribe. We're trying to hit 100 YouTube subscribers by the end of the month. We have a prize for the subscribers should we hit that goal by the end of the month. So, Mark Grefford. Should I trade Debo for D Hop? No way in hell. No, definitely not. I'm no.
4: keeping Debo all the way.
2: Yeah, Debo just has ridiculous amounts of upside. And to to be fair, D Hop, we're not going to expect D Hop to be D Hop despite the injury to Marquise Brown. I I would expect D Hop to have some rust in the first couple weeks. So I I would definitely hold on to Debo. He has the upside in that in that offense for sure. Uh, everybody in agreement there.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. He really favorited um, Debo last year, heavy, even with Brennan Ayuk there. And it's going to happen again. I think Debo last week got eight targets by himself, and Brennan Ayuk only had six, but Brennan Ayuk had the big touchdown passes. But expect Debo to like, break out for big yardage, touchdowns easily. They're going to start handing him the ball more again like last year to get him going after
2: the last, um, last week loss. Brock, we'll get to your question in a second. Timmy Hawk? Should he trade Debo for D Hop?
3: No, I'm keeping Debo all the way. San Fran uses him uses him a lot more than Arizona will use D Hop. I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Utilize him in different ways. I think he's just a bigger play receiver too. Um, Brock Goose, Gus, Gus, Goose. I don't want to say that wrong. If it's Brock Goose, awesome. If it's not, I apologize. I'm really bad with names. You should subscribe on YouTube anyway because that would help us hit our goal at the top of the screen. What's up, fellas? I'm four and two PPR league need to trade from my running back for wide receivers. Running backs are Mixon, Saquon, Brees, Ramondre, Kenneth Walker. And my wide receivers are Jacoby Myers, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Boyd, Romeo Dobbs. Trade Brees Dobbs for A.J. Brown, Chris Alave. Uh Tim, host Tim, I'm going to let you go first on this one. You trading Brees Hall and Romeo Dobbs here for A.J. Brown and Chris Olave? Nah, I'm going to keep Brees Hall. And um uh, Lemon Dog, bob
4: Wood trade, um, Kenneth Walker and D Hop for AJ and Quetzalave. Uh I think um Bruce Hall had uh, so much upside right now with the um the passing up game from uh from Wilson. Um mm-hmm. the Just are using him very well out the backfield catching passes. I think uh Saquon, the great start. Even you, you got Mixon in Saquon, so you want running back heavy to begin with. So yeah, I definitely try to trade uh, Kenneth Walker and D Hop for like uh, a AJ Brown Olave type area. In my opinion, what about you, Tim Hawkins?
3: Um, I might I, I might be honest with you because AJ Brown is young enough; he's a stud, and Olave is showing when he's healthy that he can be like really productive and I just don't trust Dobbs with Aaron Rodgers in that offense. But I mean, Brees Holmes is a stud, I mean, Brees Hall, but I think I would take that.
2: I would actually do this deal as well. Um, I don't trust Romeo Dobbs in the slightest the Packers offense looks so lost right now. They have no clear direction, direction or vision at the moment. Um, Brees Hall, while being otherworldly talented, you're, you're going to plug and play Mixon and Saquon and forget about them. Um, And then, you know, Ramondre and Kenneth Walker is obviously a a very sustainable third back. And in return, you're getting two receivers that you could start on a weekly basis. I would definitely do this deal. Um, Brock also commented, said he could do Gallup instead of Dobbs. If he'll do Gallup instead of Dobbs, then I would definitely do Gallup instead of Dobbs. I do think Dobbs is a higher upside play than Gallup personally. I think that's the way to go. Um, Definitely package. Paul and Gallup for A.J. Brown and Chris Olave, uh, especially with the way your wide receiver rooms look, looking. It's not too uh, – doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence.
4: You know, I'm re-looking at this first um, message from Block. He got Nixon, Saquon, and Brees. So, I'm more actually – And like Kenneth Walker. He's yeah. got four
2: plug-and-play starting running backs. So and don't don't Stevenson too. The
4: I like
3: Kenneth Walker one. a lot.
4: So, you know what? Yeah, um, Block, I'd definitely do that trade. Other than um, – yeah, I would try to keep um, Dobbs and give it a gallop. That um, gallop the offense in right now. We don't know when it's going to be back to normal with um, Dak or anything like that. So definitely go get A.J. Brown on Olave.
2: Yep, so a uh, good question, Brock. Um, like I said, please don't be afraid to subscribe to us on YouTube. We're here every Wednesday at 6.30 answering all fantasy football questions. Um, so we do have some trades to go over now that we don't have any questions from our uh, fans out there. Thanks, fellas. Subscribe. Awesome. Thank you, Brock. Thank Brock. Uh, let's see. Um, present. Share screen. I got to share the screen here. So give me a second, guys. Here we go. Share. I don't know which trade I just picked. So yeah, no, nothing to show nice. here. Excellent. Nothing to show there. Awesome. Okay. So in the meantime, while I'm figuring this out, because we got, trade. We got Brandon over here, we've got Brandon Bragdon. Welcome, Brandon. Uh, thank you for the comment. Please don't be afraid to subscribe on YouTube. If we hit 100 subscribers by the end of the month, we will be giving away a prize. Brandon says, trade Mixon and Najee for CMC and Gabe Davis. Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to let our guest go first, Timmy Hawk. Are we trading Mixon and Najee for CMC and Gabe Davis?
3: Well, is it a dynasty league?
2: Uh, it, yeah, is, I'm going to assume it's redraft. Is it PPR, though? Uh, PPR, what? Um, There's no quarterbacks involved, so I don't care if it's super flex or not. If it's redraft PPR, you know, I think it is time to give up on Najee, in all honesty. I think from a redraft perspective, he's not going to give you a whole lot. The Pittsburgh offense is just going back and forth between quarterbacks, obviously. Um, Trubisky had to fill in for Kenny Pickett while he was out with a concussion for the rest of the game. Um, Neither one gives me a whole lot of confidence that the offense is going to – Be fantasy relevant. I do think Pickett is probably the better quarterback at this point in time to go with in that offense, but I I just wouldn't trust anybody from a fantasy aspect, and that offensive line is not giving Najee any running room to work with. Um, Najee is actually giving me some really Trent Richardson vibes right now. I don't know if anybody remembers the disaster that Trent Richardson was in fantasy years ago.
4: Um,
2: But, yeah, I, I think it is time to move on from Najee. I don't think you're getting enough back here because I personally am not a Gabe Davis person. Gabe Davis is so boomer bust. I mean, he does not get an elite-level target share, even really a good one. I mean, yes, against the Steelers, he popped off, but he only had three catches in that game, and two of them were for long touchdowns. Uh, Those plays can be way too hit or miss to to really count on that. Um, I would maybe search for a better receiver, uh, somebody that's going to be a little bit more reliant. But uh, if, if you can get an upgrade at receiver over Gabe Davis, somebody who's a little bit more con- excuse me, a little bit more consistent, I would make a deal like that for sure. I think it's time to move on from Najee. Uh Tim Host, Tim, what do you uh what do you think about that?
4: Um So yeah, I gotta agree with Ryan. And uh, Najee is not it for me right now. he has been very disappointed. The offensive line of not helping him any. Um, But he did catch a touchdown pass last week from um, Kenny Pickett at first of the year. I still want to trade um, Najee. If you can get some – I'm not – like Ryan said, I'm not a huge fan of Gabe Davis either. So, uh, if you are able to get like a uh, – He's he's a wide receiver two area, wide receiver three.
2: I think he's wide receiver 28 on the season right now. He only had two –
4: he had one big game and that was it.
2: I mean, he, he did good on opening night, and then he did good against the Steelers. But
4: So I will try to go get like a Devontae Smith type of receiver over, um, over Gabe Davis, in my opinion. I like Devontae Smith way better. It looked like General Hurts are targeting, um, targeting more than Gabe Davis. So if, if you can get like a better wide receiver, then yeah, I would take that trade. If not, then it is what it is.
2: Uh, T.S. and Anthony we will get to your questions in a second. Timmy Hawk, um, are you making a deal like this?
3: No, I don't think so. I think I need a better receiver.
2: Yeah, it's the Gabe Davis for me. He's I like the, I like the idea of selling Najee because somebody out there still values him. I just don't. Yeah. The, 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 the I steward. have
3: a little value for Najee, but not that.
2: I, I just don't have enough faith that he'll be running back three again this year. No. Um, Good question, though, Brandon. Like I said, please don't be afraid to subscribe and tell your friends about us. This question is from TS. Tua or Carr this week? Ooh. First off, good we're question. Really um, the Dolphins, I, I have 80 million shares of Tyree Kills, so I don't, under, I don't understand how I don't know this off the top of my head. So the Dolphins are playing Pittsburgh uh, with a banged-up secondary still. I know their top three corners were out last week. Minka was out last week. Didn't seem to matter the Bucs couldn't get anything going. But um so they play the Steelers and the Las Vegas Raiders play the Houston Texans.
3: I think I'm going to.
4: No, I'm going to still. I think Tua's gonna have a bounce back game after missing two games. Uh he's gonna get Tyree Kill heavily involved to prove that he's still that quarterback, that he wanna be. Derek Hart, it's he's over oh, trying. He over – no, let me think of the word. He's trying to push targets to Devontae Adams in the wrong way. He should not be throwing the ball deep to um, Devontae Adams ever. Slant melts for days without Devontae Adams. That's why I don't think Carr is going to be that good this week. So give me two over Carr.
2: Uh, I'm probably going to – I'll give Tua. I'll give Tua the nod this week if he plays. Obviously, which he is expected to. Tua is uh, getting the nod for me because his receivers provide so much upside for him. I mean, you could hit Tyree Kill on a screen route, and he's going to go sixty yards to the end zone. Like it's the quarterbacks are close enough. You got to start looking around. Like what around them is going to make it happen. That and Josh Jacobs has been leaned on so heavily. I could Mm -hmm. see the Raiders getting out in front of that game and leaning on Josh Jacobs for the rest of the game. Whereas I expect Mm -hmm. the Steelers and um, dolphins to be a little bit more competitive. And without a dolphins having a true running game, I I I see them leaning on Tua a little bit when he comes back. So that's a good question. TS please subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much. Jumping over to Anthony Ross. Should I trade Jacobs and Stevenson for Evans, Samuel and cook? I have CMC and Barkley up front, a three wide receiver, one flex league. Okay, first of all, you have CMC and Barkley. The other members in your league totally screwed this up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Um, I would try to trade Jacobs.
4: I'm really high on Stevenson because um, Damian Harris is out, but you still have two great – two front runners, CMC and Barkley. But you need a third – uh, running back and that league. I, I
2: don't know. Oh, you're getting cooked back. Never mind. Is it Dalvin Cook or Jared? I, Cook? I'm a, yeah, I'm assuming it's Dalvin Cook and not um, James Cook or Jared Cook.
3: Um, and Mike Evans,
2: yeah. Uh, what
3: Samuel, is it is it Debo uh, Samuel or Curtis Sam? I'm gonna I'm hope thinking it.
2: Curtis. I'm I'm I mean, if it's Debo, then and yeah, you definitely gotta take that. Yeah, the then, yeah you should take that trade right now, like. <laughs> But if it's Curtis Samuel and Dalvin Cook, I still probably take the package there. I just yeah. – I don't think Jacob's workload is sustainable to at the pace that he's at. He's never really produced great peripheral numbers like he has this year. And when Harris comes back, I'm a big Stevenson guy myself, but more as a low RB2 play because Harris will get his touches. That That's just where I'm at on that.
4: Uh, Tim Hawkins, what, what do you do that trade?
3: Yeah, because it seems like he needs the depth that wide receiver. I mean, the depth that wide receiver trumps the running backs. Yeah. Because you're getting Dalvin Cook in return, and he's all right. He's not bad to have.
2: Yeah, Curtis Samuel, Mike Evans, and Dalvin Cook, he says. So, yeah, I would take the package on that deal. That's a great question. Anthony Ross, thank you so much. I apologize we didn't spend a whole lot of time on that, but that's actually a really good deal for you, so I would take that. Please don't be afraid to subscribe on YouTube. We are here every Wednesday at six thirty. Frosty underscore zero two says, "Yo, I traded Michael Carter and Tyler Lockett and got Cordell Patterson and DJ Moore. Did I win? Absolutely not. Oh, he mm. says absolutely not. Mm. Why is that?
3: I mean, Carolina's. Uh, I mean, Carolina's offense ain't doing anything, and DJ Moore ain't even there." At least Geno Smith is throwing Tyler Lockett the ball, and Michael Carter is getting red zone carries a little bit. Cordell Patterson's hurt.
2: Uh, I'm gonna say that you had the right idea in selling Michael Carter and Tyler Lockett. I don't think you got enough in return, though. I'm gonna have to agree with that. Yeah, that's what Cordell Patterson's hurt, and with the stat, with like the status of the quarterback situation in Carolina, it's really hard to tell. I, in all honesty, and I never thought that I would say this about any wide receiver in the history of football, Sam Darnold is probably the best bet for DJ Moore because DJ Moore popped off quite a few games with Darnold at quarterback. So I, that's probably your biggest hope. I don't think you necessarily won this trade, but I think that there is potential for this trade to even up. So I don't think that it was completely awful, but I think on the forefront he lost.
4: Yeah, so when Cador Patterson comes back from IR in two weeks, I think he's going to take the bulk of the um, running work again. And like Vine said, DJ Moore is going to hopefully with Sam Donald coming off of IR get big games again. And I need him to go off now too in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, I feel you on that one, but I think if DJ Moore could go off like he like last year, you uh, it evens out the trade a little bit more.
2: Yeah, Thank you, Frosty, for the great question And don't be afraid to subscribe to us on Twitch Where you came from uh, asking that question We are we are everywhere, guys And we are here every Wednesday at 6.30 Answering your fantasy football questions George Cook, I apologize for you uh, waiting so long From YouTube, if I have Barkley, Swift, Walker, Pierce And Sanders at running back Do I trade A.J. Brown and Sanders for Devontae?
3: That's
2: tough Honestly, if I'm trading A.J. Brown and with what Miles Sanders is doing this year, I'm going higher than Devontae. Like Diggs. I'm going Diggs. Diggs, Justin Jefferson. Diggs, uh, Diggs, Justin Jefferson. Just a little bit more upside than what Devontae Adams has shown me this year. And I know that he's a very safe and solid play because he gets his targets. But I'm going for somebody who's safe and solid and has upside if I'm trading that. Um, you are deep at running backs. If somebody, people in your league are hurting for running backs, you could make a boatload of trades and easily, you know, jump up the value.
3: Yeah, you might Uh, just be able to do a running back for a wide receiver.
2: Yeah, I mean,
3: Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, I mean, these are all
2: guys that are bell cow backs. Um, you, you. Wow, you are set up for success, my man. And you had AJ Brown too. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And you have AJ Brown. You I mean, and if you think about it, if you flash back to preseason, it's not like he has a bunch of running backs that were obviously RB ones to begin the season. You know, you're talking Walker, Pierce, and Sanders were all yeah. late round picks. AJ Brown fell in drafts because the like people were afraid about how the Eagles were going to yeah. use him. So I mean, he got a lot of high upside, you know, potential here that hit really early on in the season. That's you got a real good team, George Cook.
3: Yeah, you got them two rookies that really took off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Walker and Pierce. And Pierce is expected to get 20 touches again this week. So we'll see how that goes uh, playing the Raiders. But um, good question, George. I would definitely make a move for wide receiver. And I would think big here because there's got to be players hurting for running backs in your mm-hmm. league. Don't you know, be
3: who, afraid. Oh, to... uh, wait, one more. Who are his um wide receivers? Did he say Yeah, that?
2: yeah. George, if you're still tuning in, could you tell us who your wide receivers are? Um. Thanks for the question, though. If you're not here, oh, he says I also have T. Higgins. Okay,
3: um, so with T. Higgins injuries going on this year, I would do T. Higgins I, and Sanders for Devontae. I don't it. know that I don't know that
2: anybody would go for that necessarily because he's been on and off the field. When he has been on the field, he's been good. Um, but yeah, I would definitely look to go get another receiver, like just in the general landscape for sure. AJ Brown, T. Higgins. Brandon Cooks, Isaiah McKenzie, and Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, definitely got to go get another yeah. receiver. Very run, <laughs> very running back heavy. But, um, yeah, you have a solid team, man. You're set up for success. I'm curious as to what your record is in that league, if you could reply to us with uh, your record in that league. Um, thanks again for the questions. We're here every Wednesday 6.30 Eastern time. Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Check us out. Ask all questions that you got every week. We are here all the time. Big Football asks – What is Dawson Knox's current trade value, non-tight end premium league? Dawson Knox's value, honestly, is the same exact as it was last year. Yes, he was tight end eight last year. I know that. He finished the season with 72 targets, which is not anything to write home about. And actually, his current pace for this season is 72 targets. So he's seeing the football go his way just as much this year as he did last year. He's going to be that low tight end one, high tight end two range. He's always going gonna to be very touchdown dependent. And with the way that the tight end landscape has shaped out to this point this year, where if you don't have Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, or Zach Ertz, you're basically just hoping that your tight end scores a touchdown. Because outside of that, tight ends are scoring four points a week. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts has fallen flat on his face. I mean, Dawson Knox, who had eight touchdowns last year, isn't isn't doing as well as he was this year so really you're just hoping that unless you have one of those big three names you're just hoping that your guy doesn't give you a complete flop
4: yeah i agree with Mike said uh i denied a trade for dawson ox earlier it was at 24 third and i said no because i already had Zach goods and i got tyler conklin for one week that i don't need the seconds so i um I, we talked about training for tight ends on this show a couple weeks ago. We've been talking about it's, it all day today. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we talked about it on the show saying it's not really ideal unless you can get Kelsey Andrews uh, to trade for a uh, tight end, uh, especially in non-tight end Premier Leagues at that. So if I would say – A wide receiver three type area. If you want to trade Knox, get like a Gabe Davis,
2: maybe. I would keep Gabe Davis over Dawson Knox. What about like a Terry McCurlin?
3: What about like a Terry McCurlin or McLaurin?
2: McLaurin, easy. He brought up Darnell Mooney. That's probably the area where I'm at because until they prove some sort of consistency, I don't have any faith in the Bears' offense either. He's somewhere in that neighborhood. Like I said, the whole landscape for tight ends this year has just taking a huge crap right before our eyes. It, it, it's a nightmare for tight ends. If you don't have any of the big three, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even try and trade them away. Cause you're not going to get any value. And I wouldn't try and trade for them because whoever you got is probably equally as good. Like if you, if you have Mike Gasecki or Dawson Knox, which we will hopefully talk about later in the show, um, I, I don't know. Like it, I, there, there's no right or wrong answer there. And that's just kind of the way that the markets played out for tight ends. So good question. Big football. Don't be afraid to subscribe on YouTube. Help us get to a hundred subscribers. When we get to a hundred subscribers by the end of the month, we have a prize coming out. So Anthony Ross says, should I drop Melvin Gordon? Then the other options are Rashad white, Corey Davis, Michael Gallup and Wandel Robinson. If those I'll are, one if those are your options, I'm keeping Melvin Gordon all day. Mm,
4: say I'm big on um, Robinson, Wendell Robinson. He's the only wide receiver in the Giants' um, wide receiver core right now. And none of them are coming back anytime. Uh, Tony might come back sometime soon, but I still think Robinson's a better slot receiver than Tony. So I would drop Melvin Gordon and get um, um, Wendell Robinson. What about you, Tim Hawkins?
3: I actually think Mike Gallup. I think with Dak Prescott coming back, I think the offense is going to open up a lot more. And I think he's going to get more targets. I mean, they didn't just sign him to that big contract for nothing.
2: That's true. Um, true. Yeah. Uh, Bronco, Bronco plays on YouTube. That's a good question, Anthony. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for the sub. We appreciate your question. Bronco plays on YouTube. Says standard eight man league. Who I trade away and for who? Thank you. Three running back, three wide receiver, one flex, small starting lineup for an eight man league. Um, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Jeff Wilson, Cordell Patterson, Kareem Hunt, solid running back room. Um, wide receivers, Mike Williams, Courtney Sutton, T. Higgins, DJ Moore, Devontae Smith. Um, well, I'm definitely moving a running back for a receiver, yeah. 100%. Um, for an eight-man league, especially your receivers are paper thin. They're probably killing you this year if I had to take a guess. Uh, I'm I'm going to look to the Elijah Mitchell owner and see if he has um, somebody that I can trade Jeff Wilson for, or maybe somebody has faith in Cordero Patterson. I would Those last three names, the Jeff Wilson, Cordero Patterson, Kareem Hunt, are the first three that I would shop around for. Mm-hmm. I would see if anybody overvalues them and are willing to give up somebody in the wide receiver two range. Or if you can package one of those three with one of your wide receivers, uh, yeah get a kareem hunt and mike williams for mike evans who is mm-hmm. going to be consistently a wide receiver one somewhere in that neighborhood i would definitely look to upgrade that receiver room though
4: yeah i definitely agree with lying um that like you said trade the home um, bottom three could you have uh i mean david Cook really hasn't been great this year he had two big games lately so maybe even nah never mind Definitely trade the bottom three um, Jeff Wilson, Cutter, Patterson, Hunt. I like uh, my trade right there, Hunt and Mike Williams for Mike Evans. I might even go um, Jeff Wilson and Devontae Smith for like uh, Mike Evans, um, who was another AJ Brown area type wide receiver. That, I think that'd be pretty good on that one. What do you got, Tim Hawkins?
3: Yeah, just like you guys said, I would. Try and trade one of the bottom three and maybe package them with Sutton, maybe because Broncos offense is a little see what you can like shop around, see what you can get with them. I would say maybe like a uh, debo ish.
4: Uh, uh, be- see, Martin. I don't agree with that. So, Sutton was wide receiver 12 until last week, and he got all the target from Russell Wilson. He only had three targets last week with the, the disappointment because he was on my team. But I traded for Sutton, and I think he's still going to do good, even with a bad Broncos offense.
3: Well, you so keep trying to upgrade his wide receivers, right? So i, I, I to run running back in Sutton for a better wide receiver?
2: It's possible. Um, I personally would probably pick other options on my team first because – a lot of people think the same way that you do, Tim, and they fade the the whole Broncos offense. So even though Sutton is producing because he is getting the targets, there's a lot of people out there who think, oh, the Broncos offense sucks and Cortland Sutton's not going to do anything because they don't score any touchdowns, even though he is producing. So if there is somebody that values Cortland Sutton appropriately, then maybe look into that. However, I would I would keep Sutton because he's going to produce for you, and he's probably undervalued on the market at this point, just because the Broncos' offense has been in complete shambles. Um, we do have to move on, though. We have a few more questions. Good question, Broncos! Play, Bronco plays. Please help our subscriber count on Let's YouTube. Go to his comment on that, that would be. Um, we're going to go to that one. Um, okay. That would be, you know, really awesome. Like I said before, 100 subscribers by the end of the month. There's a prize coming out. Big football on YouTube says, who's the most valuable if you're in win now, Dynasty, Travis Kelsey, or Mark Andrews? It's Kelsey. It's not close to, yeah. by a mile because he's the only real weapon in a very elite offense that likes to throw the ball a lot with a high-level quarterback. It's Travis Kelsey. It, and he's got red
3: zone targets.
2: Yeah, he's in a tier yeah. by himself right now as far as tight ends go. Uh, any format, standard, PPR, redraft, Dynasty, he is by himself. There's no question about it.
4: Yeah, I agree with said. So Kelsey's up top. Um, uh, it's Kelsey, Andrews, and then uh, – so it's Kelsey top tier, then Andrews underneath of him. And then you go to the other guys, like Eric uh, Scott, um, Ty Hockinson's. Um, What do you got, Tim Hawkins?
3: Yeah, I agree with you guys too. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football. He gets all the red zone touches also. Like one game he had like three touchdowns for like 17 yards.
2: Cool. Oh.
4: Um one,
2: two, one, Anthony Ross, to answer your question real quick, to go back to your um, comment real quick, uh, should I drop Melvin Gordon? Um, the other options are Rashad White. I'm picking Rashad White here because yes, he is getting more work in the backfield, but he doesn't have any clear path to fantasy relevance unless Leonard Fournette gets hurt, in which case or at which point in time it might be, you know, a little bit more difficult to pick him back up, but you're pretty good at running back anyway at that point. So this one right here, mm-hmm. um, George cook says is Sanders and cooks enough to get a guy like Evans. Maybe if so, if the Evans owner is deep at receiver and he's hurting at running back, that might work. I think in a vacuum, which let's clarify this right now, there's no such thing as in a vacuum because everybody has circumstances and situations. But in a vacuum, probably not. But if, like I said, that Evans owner is hurting for running backs and he's deep at receiver, he might be willing to part ways with Evans because similar to Court and Sutton, the Tampa offense being in shambles right now kind of lowers Evans' value a little bit. It drops his ceiling some.
4: Yeah, I agree with Ryan. Um I'm really high on Santa this year. I've made a couple of stupid bets beginning of the season about Santa being running back one, uh, running backs one through 12. That's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I'm winning the bet, so good for me so hopefully he can keep up the productivity he is running back 8 right now and uh, PPR's um, stand up format. that so he has some value and Brandon Cook has been doing as good as I thought he would this year um, it looked like David Mills is targeting um, targeting um, Nico Collins a lot more so yeah I would try to do like Mike Evans but if not Try to go get I think Mike Evans is better at the Debo, so maybe go get Debo with that. What do you got, Tim Hawkins?
3: Um if I need running back help, I'll take that. If I got good bye receivers, um uh if I got good running backs and Evans is still there, no, I wouldn't do it. I would do it for like maybe AJ.
2: Okay. Yeah, AJ, I like that. AJ's got upside. I like that. Yeah, AJ's a high upside play. Um, thank you for your question, George. Uh Bronco plays, says I might do cook for Kenneth Walker and Debo. Then he says, Thanks, guys. Anytime, Bronco, we are here every Wednesday. Tron on YouTube says Swift for Amon My running backs are JT, Pierce, Etienne and Rashad White. Wide receivers are Deontay, Hollywood, London, Gabe Davis, full PPR.
4: Right now, um, before last week, I'm not going to say Brown was wide receiver 10, if I'm not mistaken. He missed one game. He was wide receiver three before he missed that one game
0: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: I'm taking. I'm going say Brown for Swift any day of the week, especially because your your um, wide receivers aren't that good, especially because Hollywood Brown just got hurt. Uh I would definitely take that trade. If he's taken, if Pete sent that, I would smash that accept button any day of the week. What do you think,
3: Tim Hawkins? Yeah, I'm taking that just because my rival receivers are Dante, Hollywood, London. London barely played. this. He's like off and on with little injuries there and then. Gabe Davis is boomer bus. Even uh, ETA right now is boomer bus. He's untrustworthy. Just really – I have confidence in him starting, but he's starting to pick up. And you got JT coming back. You got Pierce. Yeah, I'm taking that.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely taking – I'm definitely taking Amon Ra in this deal. Look, I know losing Swift would hurt, but JT and Pierce are a solid 1-2 running back. Look, JT had a slow start to the year outside of week one. We know that. It, the, the Colts offense will figure it out. I think that they'll start running the football through JT a little bit more. They'll start getting him involved in the passing game. I think these last couple weeks where he hasn't been healthy uh, have kind of opened the Colts' eyes to realize how much of a necessity he is. They started using Deion Jackson in a way that's similar to how they would use JT when he comes back. Um, I, I think you're pretty safe here taking a Ross side, especially with Hollywood's injury. He was really your only consistently reliable wide receiver to this point. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Anthony Ross checks in. Big football. We'll get to your question in a second. Anthony Ross checks in, says, oh, guess I need to drop a wide receiver, drop Davis, Gallup, or Robinson. Uh, that'd be Wondell Robinson. He said, I guess Corey Davis is the least upside
4: I don't think so.
2: Corey I'm of of I, Out of those three, I'll drop Wandell, and here's why. I know Timmy's point was that he's the only wide receiver healthy in the wide receiver room for the Giants. I get that. I understand. However, the history of guys, and this is going to sound really breakdowny and nerdy, so bear with me. The guy, the history of guys that are five foot seven or smaller being fantasy relevant is so little. Like there's like. Maybe one guy on that list, it might be Darren Sproles. Uh, if you're that small in the NFL, you, you're a gadgety player. You don't get utilized enough on a consistent basis to be able to stay fantasy relevant. And that offense runs entirely through Saquon Barkley. I mean, he, mm-hmm. takes, he takes half as many quarterback snaps as Daniel Jones does. So uh, to me, Wandell Robinson's the drop here. Yeah, he had a good game, his first game in the NFL last week. Don't let that fool you. I don't think that there's any sort of long-term consistency there. And if that ends up being incorrect, obviously I'll come on the show and say I was wrong, but I, I don't think I am.
4: Yeah, I don't like mine. Dro- I like Corey Davis in that offense with Alan Zach Wilson. So I would definitely drop on Wendell Robinson over Michael Gallup, Corey Davis, and D-Hop. Um, no, not, not D-Hop. No, it's drop Davis-Gallup. Right. All right, Tim, who are you dropping?
3: I'm dropping Robinson. I agree with you guys. I like... I like Gallup and Davis'
2: upside over Robinson's. Yep. Thank you, Anthony, for checking in. Like I said, we're here every Wednesday at 6.30 Eastern time. Um, Tron came back and said, uh, yeah, I was thinking also Jamal Williams. That's the other point I wanted to make is mm-hmm. that Jamal Williams takes all the goal line touches. Like I think De- DeAndre Swift has one goal line touch. He does this year. So, so he, he loses a lot of touchdown upside. He's relying on big plays to score touchdowns. So I would definitely make that trade and keep that status secret for the guy that you're trading DeAndre Swift to. (laughs) Um, Thank you for the question though, Tron. We do have another one right up here. Big football says, what would you say is the best buy low player in the league right now and who you genuinely believe will be a superstar either this year or next year? Tim Hawkins, I'll let you go first. Who's the biggest buy? Who's the best buy low player right now?
3: Buy low player right now. That's tough. There's a lot of players. Who do I think? Best buy low player.
2: And my answer is going to depend on format, too. Let somebody
3: else go first. (laughs) Let me think about Uh, this one.
2: (laughs) My best buy
4: now, uh, buy low player right now is. Jameson Williams on uh, Detroit Lions. He's coming off of IR right now. He hasn't got any targets. We won't see what he could do until I think this week or next week. And next year, I think he's going to explode, especially if they don't keep golf as a quarterback.
2: The, depending on format, that could change my answer. However, I'm just going to, again, make a blanket statement. It's Hollywood Brown. Uh, If you're in redraft, like the guy is not going to be used for at least the next six weeks. I mean, I know that the injury term is out indefinitely, but it sounds like six to eight weeks. Right now is the time to go get him. Obviously, if you are in redraft, people have to make moves quickly. So they're looking to find a quick replacement for Hollywood. If you have a solid team and you can afford to trade away some depth that will help the other team and in return get a guy like Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown was going to lead this team in targets when DeAndre Hopkins came back. It's just the way that the Arizona Cardinals offense moves. They're a spread offense. They like to throw the football deep and Kyler Murray's good at it. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what Marquise Hollywood Brown was brought to do. This is a guy they traded a first round pick in the NFL draft to go and acquire. And you don't just do that for rentals or guys that you're just not going to involve. I think that right now in this current state, he is the biggest buy low player. And you can make the same argument for Javante Williams. However, J.K. Dobbins is showing us with a very similar knee injury with the ACL and the LCL and a little bit of hamstring damage that, that it's not a good comeback. So right now, Javante Williams is kind of out for me it, the rest of this year and all of next year. I like your take line. Definitely like that. We got, Tim Hawkins?
3: You know what? Speaking of J.K. Dobbins, I think I'm going with J.K. Dobbins with the okay, injury problem. You know, people are like – is he gonna do it? Is he good this year? Like I have him on a fantasy team this year, and I don't even like on a redraft, and I don't even know if I could start him. Oh, then yeah. But in dynasty, I think I think he'll get it together next year when he's fully healthy, when he has a full season mm-hmm. underneath his belt.
4: I like that take, and uh, the Ravens are helping him right now by splitting a lot of carries right now. He he didn't practice today with a knee injury, unfortunately. But I think he would probably sit out this week, unfortunately, for people who have J.K. JK Dodgers.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, I have five of six. <laughs> I, I definitely think he's going to be sitting out this week, trying to let that knee heal up a little bit more. So if you're able to get K- uh King can't pronounce his first name. Can you even me? Drake. What? Oh, Kenyon Drake. K- if you can get Ken uh, – if you yes. if you get him, I would off the waiver wires because not a lot of people are gonna be stacked on the backup running back in my opinion, especially in redraft. Um, but I I love both of you guys' takes on that. I I to one with a rookie that hasn't played yet because I I've been really interested from the national title game last year and the um the the bowl game that um Alabama and Georgia played how good. Ja, um, Jameson. Jameson Williams was I, know, I got him
3: on a couple teams I'm Waiting for nah. him to come yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I, I like Jameson Williams I think truthfully if you're in redraft He's not one of those guys that you should pick up And start right away I, I don't believe that he will have any sort of fantasy relevance This season I think he's going to be getting his feet wet in the NFL In regards to the speed of the game Coming off an injury I would give him a full offseason Before I set some real expectations for him And who knows what the quarterback room in Detroit is going to look like next year. So I I would proceed with caution on Jameson Williams for the rest of the year. That's my take on it. Although he's a very explosive player. He could come out and he could just absolutely go bananas, which is definitely in the realm of possibilities. But I think with that knee injury and him not having played a snap in the NFL, this isn't a veteran that got hurt. This is a guy that hasn't played a snap in the NFL yet. So I would temper
3: expectations on Jameson Williams for this year. I also have one more. What about, uh, Taquan Thornton from New England. Good,
2: good. He he's a good deep stash. Um, he's got the size. He's got good speed. He 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 was in a smaller school in college. He didn't really put up great numbers. Um, he and, had a
3: touchdown
4: pass last year. I know that uh, last week.
2: Yeah. It, I
3: think I think next year he'll be at least number two there, maybe well, even number then, one.
2: I think everybody in that wide receiver room is the number two there. I don't think that there's a clear cut number one (laughs) in New England, but but it's possible. I mean, it just depends on what kind of offense they want to run. I mean, they run the ball so much in New England, it's just hard to trust. And Mac Jones isn't the most explosive quarterback, or Bailey Zappi for Mm -hmm. that matter. But um, there's just not a lot of explosiveness. There isn't a lot of faith in the wide receiver room there right now. Tron asks. In the Amon Ra trade, I think I could get Amon Ra and Aaron Jones for Swift and Drake London. If this is if this is redraft, I'm taking the Amon Ra and Aaron Jones side. Look, Tim hates Aaron Jones, and I'll let him get into his own piece. Aaron Jones is an elite-level running back in an offense that's struggling right now. They're gonna turn it around eventually. They're not gonna continue to like proceed to fall on their face over and over and over again. Um, he gets the receiving work. He gets goal line work. He gets red zone touches. It, I, I, I would make this move in redraft. I expect Aaron Jones to finish in the top 12 running backs rest of season. I expect Imam ross Brown to finish top 12 wide receivers rest of season. I can't confidently say that about the other two.
4: Yeah, if it's redraft, I'm definitely taking the trade. Even though I said I'm not high on Aaron Jones, I have him in a couple leagues and he'd been very disappointed to me. I'll take it. But – I still think if Green Bay can figure out what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball, they're going to get it going for them. Um, uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking that trade, especially with, um, say Brown involved. What do you think, Tim?
3: If it's redraft, I'm taking it. But if it's dynasty, I don't think I am because Drake London's young and he's really the only receiver Atlanta has. And with Iman st brown uh detroit is going to have a lot of weapons next year williamson is going to be back they got hawkinson they got still still have swift and williams so this week Jeff, i'm taking it if it's dynasty i'm not
2: okay yep that's i'm, a, I'm in the agreeance there
3: yeah so am
4: i
2: anthony ross says do you guys dabble in dynasty is it weird to start a dynasty league i'm trying to get one going next year I will jump in right here and say that collectively between the three of us, we're in about 20 dynasty leagues. That's actually all we play for the most part is dynasty. Yeah, I prefer dynasty to redraft because it keeps people involved throughout the year. Mm-hmm. If you go 0-6 and 6 in redraft, your season's over. You got nothing to play for. You got no moves to make. However, if you go 0-6 and 6 in dynasty, th- there's still a reason for you to pay attention. You know you got to pay attention to rookies. You can still sell off some of your high assets for, trade, or for picks. You can stay active throughout the year. It gives you a purpose throughout the whole season. We definitely prefer Dynasty to redraft here at BSN Sports for sure. Anthony Ross, we are actually going to start another Dynasty league next year. We're looking into it anyway. If you would like to join, DM me on Twitter for details. That's at Ryan BSN Sports. You can also DM Tim here on Twitter. It's Tim Sucks at Fantasy Football. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mine is um, at Tim ninety five. Yes, for right now.
4: I will be getting a BSing Twitter comment soon, I promise.
2: Yeah, so we definitely dabble in Dynasty. That's actually what we do most of the time. And if you're interested, like I said, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Um, we, we'd be interested in talking to you about it. Um, good question, Anthony. So if you have any Dynasty questions, feel free to ask.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of Dynasty questions, Big Football from YouTube asks, I was offered a mid to late 23 first on Aaron Jones for Christian McCaffrey, otherwise known as CMC, in a 10-team PPR point per reception, no tight end premium or superflex league. Thoughts? Question mark. My thought is go onto your app and hit the accept button as fast as possible. Yeah, Tim, I let you go. Uh, what's his record? Yeah, well Actually, what's your record? Where Where are you at on that? I, I think in a vacuum, this is an easy accept, but like I said, nothing's in the vacuum.
3: Regardless, I think I would still take it. I like Aaron Jones over CMC, and you're getting a first.
2: I like CMC over Aaron Jones. I think CMC has RB, like the RB1 potential, whereas Aaron Jones is probably limited to to top eight somewhere in that neighborhood. However, getting that 23 first is huge. You know, when you're swapping RB1s for RB1s and you get stuff in return, to me, that's you're taking half a step back to take one giant leap forward, especially with the way the twenty twenty three class is looking to pan out. So um you got a lot of a lot of good running back prospects specifically projected to be late in that in that first round. And if it's a super flex or tight end premium league, there's other options there as well. So I I would accept this trade regardless. Um, but that's just me.
4: Now, like um, both of you said, it depends on the record. If you're, let's say, 6-0 and L and you go into a championship at the time, you think you're going to a championship, I'm keeping CMC. He's got more productivity over Aaron Jones in the first six weeks of the football season. I don't care about the 23 first right now. I'm, I want to win. If you're a win-out team, I want to win.
2: He says, my other running backs are yeah, Barkley, Kamara, Mixon, Henderson, and Gordon. I have no picks next season. Yeah, do this trade in a heartbeat. You you have startable running backs. Mm-hmm. I think Kamara bounces back rest of season. If he doesn't, you have Mixon and Barkley, who's producing at RB1 rates as well. Him and Nick Chubb going stride for stride there. Uh, Gordon is going to start again this week. I think that the um, – not the Giants. That's, they the, had a good talk. The Broncos really screwed that one up, and, uh, I think, the, Nathaniel Hackett sat down with him and realized that he's the starting running back there. So now so I went to, I oh, that, probably,
3: that LA it. passed up on uh Akers and Henderson is gonna be getting mercy carries there too.
2: Well, Akers Acres is gonna be out of LA here soon. I think that there's some personal issues going on there. He needs mm-hmm. to get out of LA. So
4: it's like a um kind of really type of deal right now with that. But um I wish I would have saw that comment before I said that. um I'm keeping Sam safe. Since he had Barkley, Kamara, Mixon already, I'm trading CMC getting that first at that point.
2: For sure, dude. I'm yeah. taking I'm taking Aaron Jones in the first there all day, especially with no picks next year. You can easily replenish. Um, Z Money, hey, this guy was on last week, two weeks ago. Z Money, uh, XV, welcome back, buddy. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, Mixon, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, and and Singleton. Singletary, running back room is stacked. And then the next comment is trade Sutton for Stevenson standard league with three running backs, three wide receivers. Thanks. Um, I'm taking based on your team need. I'm taking the Sutton side.
4: Yeah, I agree with that Well I'm taking the Sutton side on that. I think Sutton's going to get the targets from the bunker. Standard. It's not PPR. so uh, I'm still taking the Sutton side. I think he's going to, um, Stevenson is going to be splitting carriage one thing. He's come back anyway until next season, in my opinion. So take the sign. I think he's going to be good still either way.
3: Yeah, I agree with you guys both. His running, his running backs are pretty stacked <laughs> already. Take the wide receiver.
2: Yep. C.D. Smitty from YouTube. Good question. Uh, Z Money. Um, good uh, yeah, good question, Bronco Plays. Thanks for checking back. Sorry, my bad. I don't know what I was reading there. because guess I can't read. C.D. Smitty from YouTube. Thanks for checking in, C.D. Do I trade D-hop for Kyler? My QB is Rodgers right now. If this is a single quarterback league, hell no. No. In my opinion, no. I don't ever trade for quarterbacks in single quarterback leagues. I think you're better off either streaming them or just sticking with what you got at this point. There's there's always going to be a top 12 guy, you know, for the week sitting on the waiver wire. So I that's just me. I don't trade for quarterbacks in single quarterback leagues. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, I'm not going to do it
3: Kyler and Rodgers are pretty much the same right now how they're playing so it really doesn't do nothing I'm not going to lose losing D-hop for a lateral move
4: so right now Aaron Rodgers is actually playing better to Kyle Murray Kyler Murray got the and rush shot um, rushing upside a part of that unfortunately but make said, I'm not trading for a quarterback in the city quarterback league like for instance, I'm in one right now in Dynasty. I got Patrick Mahomes. No one's training for him because I want two first-round picks for him. And I know it's overvalued, but I'll interpret someone with pay it.
2: It's so hard to trade for quarterbacks in exactly. one quarterback dynasty league, though. So like, all you need is twelve guys, you know. And you anybody on the waiver wire, like look at guys like Jared Goff and Geno Smith. So, um. But yeah, good question, C D. Uh thanks for checking in. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Like I said before, we're trying to hit a hundred subscribers on YouTube by the end of the month. We have a prize for <coughs> uh, you know a, a random follower in those hundred. So thank you. Z Money XV says, should I start mixing and pierce, use the flex for Walker, or have D Hop Pittman Jr. as the flex er, and the flex as Alave? <sighs> if it's PPR. Who does Z play? If it's PPR, I'm probably going the wide receiver here. Um, I, I'd actually probably go with Chris Olave in the flex. Um, I know Andy Dalton. Actually, let me rephrase that. Final answer. If Jameis Winston starts, I'm going Chris Olave in the flex. If Andy Dalton starts, I'm going Ken Walker. And why I say that is Andy Dalton limits the upside Chris Olave has. Chris Olave is a very good deep threat, and Jameis Winston has the ability to push the ball downfield whereas the Red Rifle just doesn't.
4: Yeah, um, Andy Dalton Pat, um, checks down a lot to a Kamara, which you saw last week when Kamara had a lot of um, rest, uh, receiving yards. But um, if Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas are out, um, would probably starting a lot of in the flex. Um, but on the opposite end, Kenneth Walker, it's in a weak Chargers defensive running game. Who gave up a lot of rushing yards to Nick Chubb? Um, who else did he give up to? Uh, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, they're not that good. Yeah, that, that um, the Chubb's running defense isn't that good, but the passing defense is better than the running defense. So if Seattle can get the running game going, which I think they can, it's going to be a tough choice with Kenneth Walker getting mostly carried out of the backfield like right there. So, uh,
2: Look, look, the the Seahawks have the worst defense in the NFL statistically, even worse than the Lions. They've countered that by averaging almost 30 points a game scored on offense. They're going to move the ball on offense. They're going to score points. At this point, we have to assume that that's a trend and not a flaw. Ken Walker is going to get the work.
4: Like Ryan said, if Jamison uh, Winston, Winston playing this week, at
2: the mustang because he will the ball deep, he and he's loves. the only receiver. Jarvis
3: Landry and uh, Michael Thomas are out. Um,
2: who are you flexing,
3: Walker or Olave? Well, I'm agreeing with you, Ryan. If Winston is playing, I'm going Olave, Olive Ali, or Olave, Olave, Olave. <laughs> because all Winston does is throw deep. That's all he looks for every time. So that would be that connection would be there all day.
2: Yeah, we got another question. Um, this might be the last one we take. Um now actually that's a lie. I, I lied there entirely. Um Exeter Orbit on YouTube says, Do I start Hill or Hawkinson? Yes. I was waiting for somebody to ask about Taysom Hill. Who do we start, guys? Taysom Hill or TJ Hawkinson?
3: I'm again, uh,
2: at
4: it depends if James Winston is playing for me. going not like uh than. not Taysom Hill has the rushing ability that Hawkinson don't, the throwing ability that Hawkinson don't, and the way they used him uh, two weeks ago against uh, the Seahawks, actually. Uh, if they use him like he did that, like that, I'm, I'm still on um, Taysom Hill.
2: So the, the, the rumors spreading around are like what the football community is feeling is that Andy Dalton is going to start again. So I would definitely go Taysom Hill in that case, mm-hmm. which is so weird, man. But look, the dude gets carries and he gets carries near the goal line. TJ Hawkinson to me is actually the most overrated tight end in all fantasy formats, both redraft and dynasty. If you subtract one big week from him, he hasn't done nothing for you. Just like the rest of the tight end world, they haven't done anything for you. Uh, with Amon Ross, St. Brown and DeAndre Swift coming back, I expect that to get even smaller. I... I Hill's the upside play here for me by a lot, in my opinion. It's not really close.
3: Yeah, I'm going to change my answer. It depends who's playing quarterback. Uh, yeah, okay. if, it's, if,
2: it's, if it's Dalton, the start is Hill. If it's Winston, it's Hawkinson. Yep. Um, yeah, Anthony Ross says, got to love Hill having 40 fantasy points in a single game, still being completely irrelevant. Seriously. <laughs> I had him on my bench that day, too. I think I was playing you that day. Thankfully, you had him on your bench. Probably still beat me anyway. Um, anyway, so we're we have no listener questions at this very second. So let's do um, let's do. Who would you rather? My first one, since we're dynasty guys, let's get to it from a dynasty aspect. Would you rather have Geno Smith or Jared
3: Goff? Go ahead, Tim. Going uh golf. I think uh, Detroit will throw more than G – Oh uh, man. You looking it like is, this is easy for you. It is, is it this year, just it's for gone. this year. It's, is it just for this year? It's, it's for dynasty. dynasty aspect. Uh, I'm going golf then. Golf well, I think golf could be starting next year. Uh I don't think Gino is the guy really in Seattle.
4: <clears throat> My lovely take right here. Listen, don't, when I say this, Gino is playing out of his FMI right now. And, but I'm still taking golf. Golf is the more dynasty relevant quarterback right now. Because you don't know if Gino is going to be starting next year on any team or a backup. I think Detroit Lions, or, I'm sorry, uh, Jared Goff had proven himself enough. That He wants to be a starting quarterback, and he will be a starting quarterback next year. Uh,
2: before I give my answer, Orbit on YouTube says, and do I start Rodgers or Prescott? Rogers. I'm going Rodgers here until I see something from Dak Prescott myself. Mm-hmm. Um, good question, though. Thank you again. Please subscribe on YouTube. Thank you for all your questions today. Um, and my answer is Golf. Uh, a lot of it has to do with age. Geno Smith is 32, Goff's 27. Uh, Goff has a big contract. Geno Smith doesn't. Truthfully, what I think is can happen for both is that the current teams that they're on, they draft quarterbacks in this coming draft and the, Goff and um, Smith act like bridge quarterbacks where they start next year. The young quarterback takes a chance to learn whether it's Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, whoever, whoever the quarterback that they may draft is. And I think that they start next year for their current teams. But after 2023, it gets a little bit more murky for me. So um, I am taking golf, though. I think that he is just being younger. I think he has a chance to stay around in the league longer. Yeah,
3: I think Gino is going to do what Teddy Bridgewater did. He had that good year with Nola, paid it off to get a starting job in Denver and then lost it. Who would you rather
2: have Dynasty format, James Robinson or Travis Etienne? I'm taking Travis Etienne. I, I think Travis
4: um, Travis Etienne is going to take over that backfield eventually. Not this week, not next week, but to follow weeks after that, uh, he already taken more carries, more snaps, more receiving yards, and he's looking more healthier as the season go by. At James Robinson, he's not getting the um, yard after um, yard after contact like he has in the past. He, um, Travis Etienne has. He's been running the ball very well, 50 yards, 40 yards, after completing passes. He him very well off of that Achilles injury last year. I think it's traveled ETA time.
3: Tim? I agree with you because I think ETA is more um more dynamic than Robinson. I think Robinson is going to be more of a downhill runner. ETA can do it all. He can catch, run down the middle
4: you know, you know. F- football that's all he does no. that's, he gave it a whole way
2: yeah <laughs> Nobody, Ryan. uh i'm going etn here as well he's he's the big play he's the upside for sure um we'll have to call out <laughs> thanks ty thanks for checking in buddy <laughs> i appreciate uh, it ty. yeah thanks for checking in ty so big football on youtube says what's your guy's opinion on something like a weekly letter or something for a fantasy football league um I'm actually in a league where this commissioner does this really mm-hmm. awesome job at providing his own weekly letter because he's much more creative than anything sleeper can provide for us. Mm-hmm. And he's my real hero in life. And I look up to that man. So thank you so much. Uh, Ty Hosman you're, you're <laughs> the man. Please marry me. Thank you.
4: Yeah, Ty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, big football. Uh, I really like how, how our commissioner is doing it once a week. We have to get on a couple of times with, He's slacking here and there, making a late Friday pick or something like that. But he had the dimension of my underrated team, and I'm very mad about that. I have no idea how your
2: team's 5 won. Anyway, Les, who would you rather? Because we are at an hour and we would like to spend some time with our families.
4: Who would you That's rather, Dynasty
2: way. Edition, a Ross St. Brown or C.D. Lamb?
4: Damn, I
2: have one. That's okay, you. fine. Go ahead. I'm going C.D. Lamb. I'm going on Ross St. Brown.
4: I am uh, probably going to Mamora St. too. I, I, CD Lamb's ceiling is so low right now. <laughs> <I'd> definitely died. <laughs> <laughs> but um C D Lamb's ceiling is so high and he hasn't been able to keep up what he's getting drafted at. So I'm I'm on St. Ground going in the fifth sixth round and he probably the ten right now or a little bit lower than that because he didn't play last week. So give me Amari St. Brown.
2: I'm also taking Sun God St. Brown. Um, to me, it's a matter of C.D. Lamb and Ross St. Brown. C.D. Lamb has the potential and has never done it. And when we drafted Amamra St. Brown, he didn't have the potential, and he has done it. Um, he's proven us time and time again that – you know, we all thought, oh well, when Hawkinson and Swift come back, he's definitely not going to get as many targets. And they started off this year wide receiver seven um, with everybody being healthy. So uh, to me, it's a Ross St. Brown at this point. I think that he needs to be slated above C.D. Lamb in all dynasty formats. Anthony Ross, real quick before we get to yours, so you guys like dynasty? Do you like DFS or Best Ball? I play DFS on occasion. You know, every Sunday during the football season, nothing too serious like that, but um.
3: To be but, honest, I don't know what that is. It's daily Fancy. Yeah, I, never played oh, it. okay. I haven't played it yet. It's it, with my dynasty leagues.
2: Yeah, so Excuse DFS me. for those of you that are listening and do not know is basically like a DraftKings or um, okay. it's it, it's a it's a lineup that you use for one period of time. You can have Thursday night DFSs. I have done DFS in the past. um there are certain strategies to it. And maybe, you know, in the future, I can do like a 20 minute starter sit before football happens. So that way I can help people out with their DFS lineups. But uh, I definitely dabble in DFS as far as best ball goes. I actually hate the, I I respect that best ball exists for some people. I hate the idea personally of doing best ball because to me, being a fantasy manager includes having to set your own lineups and best ball kind of takes that away. So for those of you that don't know, best ball, uh, you don't have to set a lineup on a weekly basis. You draft a team, and it basically selects the highest scoring individuals to fill out that lineup oh. for you for the week. Yeah, it, it takes the entire managing aspect yeah. away from it, if you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like adding the DH to the NL, where now the manager's don't have to manage the pitcher at best. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I dabble in, but I, I could probably give you help in both. I could give you suggestions in both, whatever the case may be. I am not a personal fan of best ball, but I do understand how it is played. So,
4: so I got
2: a uh, dynasty rele- uh, relevant. Who would you rather have? Okay, yeah, Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker Brees, Brees Hall and it's Kenneth Walker III. Yeah, oh, sorry, Brees, okay. Brees Hall by like five hundred yards, even with three carries. Smith- Brees, Brees, Brees Hall by like a million yards. Okay, um. The way that I look at my dynasty, guys, I look at talent. I look at draft capital. So the draft capital is pretty close. One was the 42nd overall pick. The other was the 47th. Brees Hall is so much more naturally gifted as a running back than Kenneth Walker. And to be honest with you, I got Brees Hall probably as my RB2 right now in dynasty. I think he's still behind Jonathan Taylor because he hasn't played a full season yet. But I could flip that in the offseason. I I could make that change very quickly, uh, especially with the emergence of – for those of you that are dynasty players, Bijan Robinson, uh, he's actually my dynasty like RB five, I think I have it, on my own personal rankings. And he's not even in the NFL yet. So Okay.
3: Tim. Yeah, I'm going Reese Hall. You see, New York's offense is all built around him. They're more run heavy, I think um Seattle will be. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, uh, it depends. Their defense is so bad, they're going to have to throw the football a lot. And Kenneth Walker, while he'll get his 18 carries a game, just isn't a pass-catching running back. And Brees Hall can run 20 times a game and catch 10 passes. We've seen both already. Ken Walker just isn't that guy.
4: Okay, I like that. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking Brees Hall, too. I want to see what you guys have to say. I'm a huge fan of Brees Hall. I've been trying to trade for him everything I can, but no one's trading him because he's so good. I got lucky. I made a deal with uh, one of my girlfriends, Garrett. Um, I traded DeAndre Swift away and Zach Wilson for Brees Hall and a couple firsts, I think, something like that.
2: Yeah, so um, that's going to do it all here. At BSing Sports. Guys, if you're commenting on YouTube or Twitch, wherever you may be watching this from, go ahead and give us a subscription. Uh, like I've mentioned several times throughout the show, if we hit 100 subscribers by the end of the month, it's at the top of the screen. We are going to be doing a free giveaway for a random sub. So please go ahead and spread the word about us. We're here every Wednesday, 6.30 Eastern time, talking all types of fantasy football. Anthony Ross, thank you. You're the special guest tonight because you were you were real active in the comments. You stayed mm-hmm. through the whole show. We appreciate that, as well as everybody that commented. Tim, Timmy. Timmy Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> thank <laughs> you for coming on today, dude. We really appreciate you know the interaction with just fans of the show and other guys who play Dynasty like us. Um, now you get to see what the show's like.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.
2: Appreciate it. Yeah, all right, well, that's going to do it here at BSing Sports, where we do a little BSing and we talk a whole lot of sports. Have a good night, guys.